Olala, the podcast is brought to you in association with Expedia. Expedia offers thousands of hotel deals to suit all tastes and budgets, from bed and breakfast, affordable hostels, five-star hotels and everything in between. There is something for everyone. Just go to expedia.co.uk to find your ideal place to stay. Hello and welcome to Olala oh with me, Fred Siriex. Olala, oh I just had a big grin on my face as I said Olala. Oh and this happens every time I say or hear it. And what's interesting to me is that the same happens when others say or hear it. It's like we are all conditioned with the same reaction to the sound of this word. Let me do it again. Oh la la. You see? It works. I think it's because it's kind of naughty, isn't it? It's like a feel-good sensation you get as you hear it. And the brains just can't help but to react positively to it. And we just smile automatically and without even thinking. It makes you light on your feet, makes you feel awake because it is pure pleasure and goodness. Life can be so hard, so unpredictable, and we all have our share of pain, but Olala takes it away in a flash. It encapsulates what Socrates was saying, the meaning of life is about the pursuit of virtue. Basically knowing what is good and bad, right and wrong. Olala brings about the best in people. In the end, what matters in our relationship is whether there is trust, and this is what I am seeking, a special encounter. Life in all its beauty. Oh la la, that's so exciting. And today, in the studio, I have no other than Miss Banks. How are you, Banks? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm very good. After hearing you say that loads of times, it makes me want to say it. I mean, go on, say it then. Oh la la. I think that you say it very well. I mean, <laughs> I just have to tell all our listeners that when Miss Banks came into the studio, she came in looking like a rock star and sounding like a rock star because she <laughs> did not sleep at all last night, did you? No, I didn't. So what were you doing? I was in the studio recording. What were you recording? Um, a very exclusive song for my friend's project and um, a single for myself. Oh, wow. So, uh, what, from last night, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock until... Yeah, until about 6 a.m., 6.30. And you still have still have the energy to record and to keep yeah. all your own? Like, there's moments where I feel a bit tired, but once I get, like, some inspiration, I get that boost of energy again. So you're like a trooper in the studio, are you? Yes, yeah, wow. working hard. Well, I have to confess, before I came, I was in my restaurant on Park Lane and yeah. I was playing your song, Snack. Oh. Looking like a snack. Hey. And I was listening and I was dancing. And my <laughs> colleague came in and said, Fred, why are you listening to us? I said, I'm listening to Snacks, Miss Banks. I'm just going to interview her. Now. And she looked at it and she said, oh my God, she's sexy, this girl. Oh, wow. Thank you. I mean, how did it feel to um, become such a big star at such a, a, a young age? Um. It's a bit crazy. I don't think it's fully sunk in yet, but I wouldn't have it any other way. I love what I do. I love making music and just making people feel good. So how did you start for you? Um, I've been rapping since 11 years old, and I used to just do it for fun. Um, a lot of my family's music orientated. A lot of them like love music. They can sing, they write, they rap. And um, I just done my first rap at like 11, something fun. I was just doing it with my mum's brother, my uncle. And yeah, I always used to just tell people I could rap because a lot of the boys in my area would do it and none, none of the girls could do it. So I wanted to get involved. And then by the time I was 18, I decided to take it seriously. So, I mean, there are more boys rapping than girls. Why is that? I just think it's quite 
a bravado thing to do. It's very like, you know, bossy and a lot of it can come off a bit boisterous and macho. Um, and I feel like, you know, the behind message, like the message behind raps can be very like, your egotistical side. You get to express that side of you that you may not get to speak on every day. And I feel like a lot of boys enjoy it, so there's a lot more men doing it. And some men kind of make women feel like there's no space for us, but there is, and it's growing. And I feel like the more women we see become successful in the rap industry, the more ladies are going to get involved that are actually talented and can do it. You strike me as a very good girl from a very good family, you know, yeah. very far away from the NWA world, yeah. right? Well, far from the NWA world, like probably what happened in LA and whatever, but very much still like came from a good family, but grew up in South London, which is like still council estates and just a lot of people that are like at the lower class of life. And it's still a bit crazy, maybe not on that scale, but yeah, it's a weird one. It's a weird one. But I like the way that like um, music is going. I don't remember the name of this old school group. It might be Sugar Hill Gang or is it Sugar Hill? But basically, they were like the first type of rappers to um, start talking about, you know, jewelry and money. They kind of took it away from the violent side. And there's like a whole new wave of artists that are just about flossing and showing off and very like flamboyant. Flossing? What do you mean flossing? Floss, no, flossing. Flossing is like just shining. Like, you know, you show off your jewels, your designer. It's very just like living big and expensive. That's what it is to floss. Like, yeah, just show off. But it's not very all-a-la, this, to fluff, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. Um, you got to be humble to an extent, but I guess it's it's motivational. And I feel like as well, when you're coming from where we come from and you're new to money and you're doing music and you're making money you've never made before, you're going to act like someone that's new to money because you never had it. So you're excited, you're talking about it, you're buying the craziest cars, craziest jewels. It's funny, it's funny to see. So what's your inspiration when you write your songs? I mean, you write your own songs, right? Yeah, I do. I think everyday life, stuff that my friends go through. Um, and I've just always had this thing, like, I like to empower women. Like, when I was younger, I remember listening to Nicki Minaj and there was days maybe I didn't want to go to college or school and I felt down. And I'd listen to her and I'd look in the mirror and I just felt like a boss. I felt like, you know... A bad bitch, <laughs> even though sometimes bitch is like a bad word, but it makes you feel good. Like you feel like I can take on the world. I can do what I want. I look good. And I just love when music can do that for you and it can empower you and make you feel great. And sometimes you're relying on the artist to kind of say the things that you may not get to say on a day to day. And some, it's nice when you see an artist that's got the balls to express themselves. Like music is supposed to be the time when you say everything you want, no bounds. And yeah, so I'm just inspired by everyday life and just like enjoying myself. Even just being in the clubs, it inspires me. Everything inspires me. Yeah. Hola. So listen, um, I've asked you to bring a quote, uh, Banks. Yes. A philosophical quote that um, embodies what you believe in. I don't have a quote, but good. Can I make up my own quote? You can make up anything you like. Just to always stay positive and remember the power of your mind. Okay. Yes. But that's good. Yeah. It's very important to be positive. Yeah. And what do you mean, remember the power of your mind? Just understand that, you know, how you react to things is the main, like, key. There's certain things you can't control, but you can control you and you can control what you think and you can control what you focus on. 
and that will give you better results in life. That's true. I mean, it's very Marcus Aurelius. Uh, I don't know who that is, but uh, Marcus good. Aurelius was an emperor, a Roman emperor, and uh, he was also a philosopher. And, Not uh, a mythical emperor, a real guy. No, no, a real guy. He okay. lived. And uh, you should read his book. It's called Meditations. Okay. And this is exactly what you're talking about. I love that, yeah. That you have power over your mind, not yeah. outside events. Yeah. You know what? Like, I, I feel like growing up how I did, I was very backwards in certain points of my life. And it's obviously, I don't blame people that still have the thought process, but I just wasn't positive and I was worried about the future, not understanding that, you know, if something bad is going to happen, it's going to happen. But you anticipating something bad isn't actually worth it. And if anything, if you're optimistic and it doesn't turn out how you want it to be, you then just react differently. And that's brought me a long way. Yeah, but I think also, you know, this is age, you know, and this is part of growing up. I remember yeah. those times when I was 16 or 17. And I think that it's much later in life that I finally found myself and uh, discovered what life was actually about. And yeah. uh, yeah, life has never been better since I'm, you know, past 40. Oh, wow. So, you, uh, what do you mean past 40? I'm 47. Oh, please. Yes. You look really young. Thank you very much. You look good. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, la la. Oh, la la. Yeah, that's all la la. <laughs> do you write every day? Near enough. I always write a little bit every day. I could write more. But even if it's like, do you know what a bar is? No. Uh, uh, let's just say a four bar is like four sentences. So I'll do at least minimum like an eight bar. Or I record voice notes in my phone, but I'm in the studio minimum like three times a week. Right. So you've got a topic that you you talk about, or no? So I used to write beforehand, but now I go in the studio and I just freestyle, and whatever comes out my mouth is the concept. So what do you freestyle? Like what would you freestyle? Let's say this was a studio. What would you freestyle now? I'd freestyle. <laughs> Ooh la la, yeah. <laughs> Ooh la la, might pull up in the car. Mummy said I'll go far. Man, I think that I'm a star. This is too easy, but, but yeah. Are you good? Yeah. I, I would never like, thought of that. <laughs> I just like flexing and just, flexing's like flossing. I just like... Flexing, all those words. Yeah. I mean, Loads like, of slang. What about this Bad Bebop record? Bad Bebop. This is the new, newest release. Yeah. Bad Bitch Bop. Bad Beach Bop. <laughs> but Bad Bebop. That. No, you're right. But I'm just saying what the B stands for. <laughs> bad Bebop. I dropped it. Just a couple of weeks back, and it's so a vibe. when you drop it means that you released it. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just uh, oh my getting God. to understand the lingo here. We're like from two different worlds. It's nice though. Yeah, I dropped it. It's good because you have to educate me. Yeah. So then when I go back to Peckham, you know, and I talk to the guy yeah. on the street, you know, yeah, I dropped this, I dropped that. <laughs> yeah, you see my new episode. I dropped it today. I just bought the bread. I'm going to drop it home. <laughs> <laughs> they might think you're talking about money. Yeah. But um, Bad Bebop, it's one of my favorite songs. It's got a little dance move to it. And I just made a little amphitheater for the girls to step into. I feel like there was Vossi bought by Stormzy, OT bought by NSG. I wanted a bot for the girls. Tell me, um, I read in an interview that you said that um, you like guys who can defend themselves. Yeah. What do you mean? I like strong men. Oh, oh la la. Oh la la. What do you mean strong men? Strong men that don't take no shit, that are not pussies, and are going to defend my honour. That's what I mean. Yeah, but that's a bit cliche, no? It's not cliche because I'm not going to do anything to get you in trouble. I just want to feel protected. I want to feel safe. I want to feel like my man, you know, has got me and has got himself. And it's not disrespectful or out of line or a troublemaker. He just stands his ground because I don't take disrespect right. at all. But, you know, it's not like the Middle Age no more. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't need to have your sword and a shield. You know, no, no, go no, around no. and defend your territory. No, you know no, what I mean? No. It's like 2019. I don't need him to do that. Just... 
be a a, a man. Be a man. A man of his so word. Would they open the man. door for you and yeah, you know, pay the she, bill in the restaurant and all that? Dead. I don't mind. I don't, I could pay sometimes. I take. I've taken guys out before. Do you? Yeah. So, but you like when a guy opens the door? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like a guy that's got his own. And I like a guy that can defend himself. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if he's too soft, I don't want to feel like I can just walk over you or anyone can walk over you. And I wouldn't do that anyway, but have some vim about you. And if I'm wrong, tell me, you know? Yeah, I know what you mean. I know exactly mm -hmm. what you mean. But you're quite a strong personality yourself. Exactly. That's why I need a strong man. You know, don't be intimidated by these rappers, by these industry guys, these footballers. We don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. You know, just come correct. This podcast is brought to you in association with Expedia. Now, you all know that I like things in my life to run smoothly. At work, in my restaurant, at home, and especially when I am away traveling. Expedia offers loads of great deals on flights, activities and accommodation all in one place. So you can book your trip, save money and ensure everything runs as smoothly as my life. Oh la la. Banks, tell me about style in terms of the music, your lyrics, um, the videos that you do. Um, what is it about for you? So... You know, I was talking about flexing and flossing and stuff. I just enjoy, you know, talking my shit. It's a, it's a phrase, I guess, talking my shit. And I feel like it all goes hand in hand. More so even apart from the style of music, even the fashion sense. Like, I just, I just like presenting myself properly. Like, I don't know, like, if I wanted a job role and I wanted to tell you about myself, that's how I approach music, like... Tell you all the good attributes. Right. <laughs> Stepping looking clean. <laughs> yeah, it's all the same to me, really. So is it something that you think about or is it something that comes naturally to you? And that... It comes naturally. It's natural being a bad bee. A bad bee. But bad you bee. don't sound like a bad bee to me. What do I sound like? A really good girl. I am a good girl as well. Yeah. I can be both. But you know, the a B is not really. I mean, it's it's not a really nice word, you know. But it, but I don't mean it that way. I know mm. it's turned into a nice compliment about somebody when you say, "Oh, I'm a bad B." Like it sounds good when my face is beat and like my outfit is lit and my hair is laid. I'm a bad B in that moment, not like a diva or an actual bitch to but people. But when you say that you're a bad B, I say, "Oh la la." That's what it sounds like. And you're smiling and you're cheeky. You've got a cheeky <laughs> look on your face. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's not really a bad bee. Half good girl, half bad bee. Yeah, because even though you're from South East London, I tell you, I can tell you're a good girl. I am. Well, at least you can tell because some people just think I'm something else. No, because it's not because you're a rapper that you're a gangster. Oh, it's a rap. It's not because you're a rapper that yeah, you're a gangster. gangster. Good bar. Even though you're, even if you're south from South London, <laughs> and then what else? Uh, <laughs> even though you're from South London, doesn't mean you're Stefflon. <laughs> <Gone. laughs> yeah, it doesn't mean your life has to go wrong. <laughs> Gotta stay strong. Wow, like that. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> Maybe we should do a collab. Yeah. I'll I'll bring my baguette. Yeah, baguettes. Yeah. Oh. Because I'm French, I always have a baguette. And today I don't have one. <laughs> and I'll I make like you that. a ham and cheese sandwich. Ooh. Have you had that before? 
No. With the French baguette? No. Oh, this is delicious. It's oh. a French specialty. Oh, la la. Well, in England, you say ham and cheese sandwich. but Ham and uh, cheese. Yeah, yeah. I love your accent. I don't really eat ham, but I'll try it for you. Oh, it's good. Yeah. It's good. Nice. Tell me about that snack. What does it mean, that lyrics? You're looking like a snack. You're looking edible. You're looking delicious. You're looking tasty. Like a snack. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I like snacks. Yeah. Right. And you know I've done this show called Snack Masters. Oh, wow. But for me, if you're looking good, it's more like a three-course meal. Oh, well, I say that too. Excuse like, me. I got a new song and I say, um, how you feel, how you feel. Used to be a snack. I'm a three-course meal. Yeah, used to be a, used to be a snack. I'm a three course meal. But I have three course meal twice a day. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> okay, that's a lot of food. So tell me, I mean, your your philosophy, what you were telling me before about being very positive and also a role yeah. model for for women. I think personally, I think it's very important. I mean, I've got a young daughter; she's fifteen. Yeah. Um, next week, she's going to Singapore. Uh, she's part of Team GB. She's a diver. Wow. She's going to be diving from ten meters, and um, her dream is to be in the Olympics. So um, she's going to she's do well there. It. Well, she's got to compete with the Chinese and the Korean. These people are very good, but um, she goes to an all all girls school. And um, when I went there a few months ago uh, to see the, the, the parents, um, they got in the corridor this, uh, this, this poster and it doesn't say his story, it says is and it's cross and it says her, her story. story. I like that. I think it's important. You know, you were talking about empowerment before, yeah. about girls and, um, and about the possibilities, you know, and making sure that people have, have the same opportunities and that's very important. Yeah. And you were very inspired by people uh, when you were a young girl too. So yeah. it's good that you are conscious of that and you want to share it with others. Yeah, 100%. Um, all about empowerment, telling my story, saying, like showing where I'm coming from, literally coming from nothing to something. If I can do it, anyone can do it in whatever field you're in. Um, constantly just speaking positively over yourself, affirmations, reminding yourself who you are, reminding yourself you're a queen, reminding yourself that you're capable um, this is the type of motivation people need, you know. Do you remind yourself every day? Near enough, yeah. Does it work? Yeah. You have to keep yourself afloat. Like, if you don't, then you might just, you know, fall off. No, no, I believe that. But I'm mm. asking you why you do it. And, and when did you I start do to do that? Probably when I was like 19. I do it to just remember who I am. Sometimes you go through stuff, you know, just because you're positive doesn't mean you're perfect and you're not always going to react in the greatest way. But sometimes you have to speak out and shake it off and what, look what, at yourself and remind yourself who you are. What do you mean remind yourself who you are? You can forget who you are when you get closed up in your, your mind and your thoughts and you're overthinking and you're feeling anxious. You forget. And if you, like some people that are not religious, if you don't pray and speak on it, there's no moment when you really just have that time to talk to yourself. You may not be meditating, you may just be getting up, you're going straight to work or you're straight on social media. You need that time to speak to yourself. If your friend was going through something, what would you say to your friend? You would advise them, right? You would make them feel sure. better. You would remind them who they are. You have to do that for yourself. I don't rely on other people to make me feel good, compliment me. It's nice if people like what I'm doing. It's nice if they share that with me. So what you're saying is you find the strength from within. Yes. So you're constantly fueling your own fire. Yeah. So how do you do that? So I believe in affirmations. Um, just looking in the mirror and saying positive stuff to yourself. Um, you're a queen. You are great. You are talented. You are smart. You believe it? Yeah. Because sometimes when I tell myself, I don't believe it. And you have to tell yourself sometimes when you don't believe it, so you stay afloat. And that's the key. It's either you fake it till you make it. 
and then you have to just keep yourself going. And when I don't feel good, I have to remind myself because in that moment, I don't remember it. That's what I have to tell myself. But I tell myself enough to remember that. And no, you tell yourself every that. day when you wake up? Not what, every day. Night? I'm not going to act like I do every day. I don't. And more time I feel good. But when I have to refuel myself and I forget myself, to tell myself. Right. So what makes you feel good? What's all Allah for you? Just life. Gratitude. When I'm grateful, I'm happy. I don't like tying my happiness to certain things. But food makes me happy. I keep 1,000. I love food. Right. You said when I'm grateful. I mean, are there times where you're more grateful than other times? Yeah. Or I express more gratitude. But I try to just be grateful every day. What are you grateful about? My health, my family, my friends, my house, my car. My weave. Your weave? Oh, you've got beautiful hair. Thank you. It's important for uh, for a girl, their hair, isn't yeah. it? I'm grateful for my iPhone, my nails. But tell me, how do you do the washing with nails like this? I don't do any washing. I don't even eat in the house, I'm not going to lie to you. I barely use any plates. And obviously, sometimes I have to wash. But my nails ain't always this long, so in this process, I haven't really been washing up. And when I do, I have to do it really slowly. But luckily, my mum came to the house the other day and helped me with everything. She knows I'm busy. <laughs> it's your mum does the washing up. She just came and helped. She's lovely. She helped. She helped me wash my hair because it was yeah. Are you joking? How old are you? No, 25. And she washes your hair. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're a big girl now. She's lovely. I'm sure she's much shorter than you too. No. No, my mum's tall. She's tall like you. Yeah. Oh my god. With an amazing physique, by the way. By the way, I'm glad you're not wearing any eye heels today because I would look like a dwarf. Yeah, and like when I'm in the club and certain guys see me, they're so jealous of my height. Like, why are you so tall? And I'm like, I don't know. I got it from my mama. Can I just say, in bed, we are all the same size. Yeah, I So believe I'm not that. intimidated. And I know some short guys with some long third legs. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But listen, it's been lovely talking to you, Banks. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed for coming down the studio. My pleasure. And uh, very best of luck for your new record and uh, your album. Yes, thank you so much. Camille. Take care. You too. Thank you. Oh la la, the podcast was brought to you in association with Expedia. Expedia offers thousands of hotel deals to suit all tastes and budgets. Choose from bed and breakfast, affordable hostels, five-star hotels and everything in between. There is something for everyone.